This is a certified Big Soy Naturals classic. I have a problem. I look like Jared Padalecki. I got them Supernaturals. So my value right now is zero. If you think about it, AI is actually the fastest path to communism. Enforced farming is really not a vibe. Flips a nickel for a dime. That's just making paper things. She <laughs> let me hit 11 times. Her pussy was the strangest thing. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Welcome to Big Sweet Naturals. My name is Cerise. I'm in charge. Uh, Kendall's in the middle of something, but Kendall's here, and also so is. I was turning off my fan. Yeah, do you have a do you have a second verse that you could maybe add to that? Me? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh, I'm so bad at songwriting. Okay. I don't know. Um, You got a freestyle. It's like you're on a. I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to see what rhymes with with first respond. all I have right now is uh, she nines on my 11 till I first respond. Mm-hmm. And now I, I'm not sure what rhymes with res- with respond. It's not really in the theme, though. You have to be yeah. like, her pussy was like a Demogorgon. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I actually have, I have not seen the show, so I don't have any other uh, She got that you. Vecna pussy trying to see that Kate Bush. <laughs> mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, um, it, that's going somewhere. Also... Our friend Greg is here. Hi, Greg. Hi. Hi, everybody. <laughs> Do people know Greg? You should if you don't. Greg is um, one of... How, how, what is the official amount of co-hosts on Gorilla Radio Show? I feel like every episode there's new people on there. Oh, there's just... There's three of us. Officially three? Officially, mm-hmm. there are three of us. Okay, three with bonuses. So, Greg is one of them. If you're not listening to Gorilla Radio Show, I'm not really sure what you're doing. But you should correct that. Um, do you have? Do you want to introduce yourself? Do you have things to say about yourself? Um, hi. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I've never done a podcast. <laughs> hi, everybody. I'm Greg. Um, yeah, stream Guerrilla Radio Show, and mm-hmm. uh, I don't know, kill your local Republican official. And maybe the other ones. I have. Yeah, only, and yeah. the other ones. I felt a long kinship with you, Greg, because I feel like you and I on our separate podcasts are consistently calling for violence um and i think like correctly and righteously so and also we're, we're bullying the blonde person that we share a podcast with we do um, we do also the blonde person who so. has who's who has a little bit of gender on the side of their plate uh going on. on both podcasts on both yeah podcasts. yeah it's not the only <laughs> thing i bully you for but it's one, one of them um mm-hmm. and correctly so um, I was gonna. Oh, okay. You know what? So we have we have a, an actual topic that we're going to be discussing today. But I feel like I need to talk about the elephant in the room, uh, which is that I am missing half an eyebrow. No one who is <laughs> listening to the podcast will know this because. It, but but I am missing half an eyebrow. Um, and I think I just need to like put out a PSA, which is that you should pay attention to where you're putting scissors 
when you are putting them near your face. Um, I am a very frugal person. Um, I love a deal and saving money, so I cut my own bangs. And when you cut your bangs, you're supposed to cut upwards. But I was cutting upwards into my own eyebrow <laughs> and cutting, <laughs> cutting my eyebrow away. And I didn't notice it until my bangs had reached the correct length. And then I saw that I had taken my eyebrow with them. And it was, it's very sad because I had a job interview today that I was, I had cut my bangs for. No. I had gone all the way to New York City because they're, <laughs> they're looking for a new wolf of Wall Street and they heard that I was a Sigma male. So I had a, I had a job interview for that reason and I had, uh-huh. to, I had to show up missing an eyebrow. Are you going to sell banana coins to all the uh, Wall Street bros? Yeah, well, because crypto is doing really well right now, so they're sort of looking to, like, (laughs) expand. Can I I be honest? I think the half-eyebrow is great. I think you should use it to your advantage and start customizing the tail end of the eyebrow. This is how you should start putting on like like flames. Me. All of my friends are like, oh shave the other one. Like go You should. Well you that's because all of both off. That's because mm-hmm. all of her friends are gay and at one point they've shaved their eyebrows or their head or whatever. I you know? made the mistake last week of saying that I like miss when there I didn't do it, but when there was like a bisexual signaling that people used to do of like you would know that someone had something going on if they had like shaved half their head. And I was like, mm-hmm. we don't really have anything like that. The Skrillex cut. Yeah. And I guess I was I was flying a little bit too close. Now to bisexual the people just they just tell you they're bisexual. It's like their personality. It's Well like they complain Pokemon. about not being able to bring their boyfriend to Pride or <laughs> Where they just tell you they're bisexual. I'm the guy. I'm the boyfriend. It's yeah. You're the boyfriend. (laughs) Where you know how Pokemon are always saying their name all the time. It's it's sort of like a biologically rooted trait in bisexuals. I think to let you know. I I think your girlfriend shouldn't bring you to Pride for other reasons. Is it because I look like this? People see me and give me a ten foot berth. They're like, "Oh, that guy's scary." I think you look nice. I'm. I think something else, which is that. Uh, if you're listening to Big Soy Naturals and you want to show some solidarity with a, a black, Irish maybe, person of color, a banana investing person of capital, um, shave off like half your eyebrow and send us a picture. And I will yeah, do just nothing one, though. with it besides like maybe retweet it. You're not gonna get anything yeah. else, and it'll get it'll get like yeah. two likes. Um, but you should do that, and, and yeah. it'll make me feel a little bit better. We'll see how long it takes. I'm loving this this, this Vulcan moment for you. I'm not saying shave the other one, but I do think you should customize the. You should start drawing on the tail in like fun little patterns. You I think like that'd be fun for you. Should like the rest of it on. Yeah. Why don't yeah, do you fun. shave off half your eyebrow, Greg? Because I shaved off all this. Your hair. Which you know. I tried to grow it out the last like month, mm-hmm. and there's nothing there's nothing more humbling than attempting to <laughs> than attempting to grow out your hair and then looking like a Franciscan monk because only the sides come in thick and the oh. top comes in really thin. Oh, no. I had like the Homer Simpson cut for like two weeks, and I kept being like, "I'm gonna push through. I'm gonna push through. It's gonna come." I had hair before this. I shaved off a full head of hair, mm. and it just no, no not happening and then i was like well maybe i'll get topic and my girlfriend mm-hmm. was like i'll go to the store and get it for you and i'm sitting there for like two hours while she's getting ready to go out and i was just like you know what don't 
don't. I'm not gonna be that guy. What is 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 that like Rogaine but different? No, uh, Topic is like brown dust that sticks mm. to the hair you do have and makes your hair look fuller and thicker. It's like oh. a filler. It's hair makeup, yeah. Mm. It's hair makeup. It's hair makeup. But it's I'm like sorry. I can't go swimming and I can't be like the go swimming on the first date guy. <laughs> Like, it doesn't rain that much in Utah, but it's been raining for the last, like, three days. And, like, what if I got caught outside and, like, it started melting? The, I'd look, it would oh look no. like a Rudy Giuliani face. drip. <laughs> oh, no. You get, that, you get that Rudy Giuliani drip going on, just, like, full yeah, on I would, I would, beads I would, of brown I, down the face. And he's, like, 97 years old. Like, I'm mm-hmm. cool with this. I don't mm-hmm. mind it. You know. But, you know, hair is really cool. <laughs> they make really nice wigs these days. I I can send you do. a little, <laughs> a couple Instagram pages uh, if you're, if you're interested. Well, I you feel know, weird about it because I've committed to this for like two years now, mm-hmm. and so like, what if I just turned up tomorrow with a full head of hair? Everybody would know. The only people who wouldn't know are like people at the grocery store, and I don't care what they think. Yeah, and then you could just be like, "This is my really cool wig that I bought off Instagram." Yeah. All my, fr- all my friends would be. It would just be hell immediately. <laughs> okay, you actually, I know what you can um... do. I have, I have it figured out. So you buy the wig, but before mm. you go out with it, shave off half your eyebrows, so then everyone will be paying attention to that. Yeah, and then, and that will be how you get the the wig past them. Fair enough. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do we have any other? things to discuss before we talk about the real the real reason that we're here which is once again we are registering our listeners to vote um mm-hmm. we will be we're collecting the vote. names emails social security numbers addresses send us all of those things in an email we will register Hashtag you to blue vote wave. yeah we will be texting you day and night asking when you're gonna show up to the next rally um asking for five dollars almost every single minute on the dot and when we don't hear from you um we will be texting your mother and asking hey why why are they not sending us five dollars mm-hmm. um, look listen- we are we are blue maga we right. are k hive proud all True. right we are gonna we are gonna vote those fascists out <laughs> i've got my voting gun at the ready <laughs> gonna hit him with it's yeah, like a t-shirt of, gun but it just shoots ballots speaking like of my guns, voting pressure cookers all set up um, <laughs> listeners the coded messages that i have been sending you in the podcast um, that you've been listening to you i am ready mm-hmm. for you to go now you know mm-hmm. what i'm talking about mm-hmm. i don't have to mm-hmm. say it <laughs> i have been feeding you messages secretly in every episode and it's it's time to go but it's yeah, ru- okay. it rhymes with bogos binded, uh, 4D printed, you know, um, something I like, like that. I like to go with like well, terrestic terrorism or something like that. Schmerism, <laughs> <laughs> you know. If you ever think I'm sending you coded messages in the podcast, I am, and they're for you mm-hmm. specifically. And I, yeah. I need you to go do it. <laughs> Once again, we are neither joking nor serious. We are a secret third thing. Mm-hmm. And you get to figure that out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this is part three. It's not really a part three. It's like a third installment. of Maybe yeah. maybe we'll keep going. Uh, but right now we're on folks, which is how you pronounce folks with an X. 
folks needs three Porsches. Hose, which is also a gender neutral term the way that folks mm-hmm. is, um, needs three abortions. Maybe we'll get four or five. We'll see. But we mm-hmm. have our friend Greg here because Greg does things and knows things um, and is in a very evil state um, full of I am. Republicans and Mormons, which are probably the same category of people, as well as yeah. white women that are feminists who I don't feel so positively about. Um, and also, it's like you've got no ocean. You have like there's there's no jersey shore there zero zero ocean zero we got a salt lake yeah it's like the ocean what if you took the mormons to the jersey shore i think that might Mm -hmm. that could fix things for them a little bit do they wear like modesty bathing suits i bet they do um like long they don't swim oh they don't swim they just don't don't, swim they just don't do they don't have fun for the most part well because i know Um, they don't drink coffee and i know they don't like celebrate halloween and it's Jehovah's Witnesses who don't celebrate birthdays. No, no, so, the yeah, they just... do Halloween. Oh, yeah, they do Halloween? I yeah, thought yeah, they yeah. Didn't that's do the Halloween. Jehovah's who don't do Halloween. Um, I'm right. Yeah, the Mormons still right. do Halloween. They just... Yeah. I don't know. Like, I, I hate them so much. But what I do respect <laughs> them for is their ability to raw dog life for their entire life. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. not even once will they, like, have a drink, do a line, smoke a bowl, like, anything. Not a single drug, not a single not, imbibement, not just a single nothing. intoxicant. You'd think Meanwhile, that they would have figured reading... out how to do Utopia by now. Yeah, well, they they like made up their own Bible, kind of like a tabletop RPG, you know, where they're they just did. like, yeah, it's it's like a, it's just now it's just like Dungeons and Dragons, but for Mormons, where they're just like Jesus was like blonde and he was from Utah, and that's where like the Promised Land is. Jesus was from Missouri. Oh, he was from Missouri, right? Yeah, Jesus came. He was from the Midwest. <laughs> yeah, he's from the Midwest. He just hung out there for a while, um, and there were there were quite a few passages of the Mormon Bible, I believe, that were like eliminated for saying like that. Basically, Jesus like cast out all the black people out of the country that they were living it's in. Still no, that's not a, it. They just, it wasn't. It wasn't that there there were no black people. Because oh, everyone was perfect right. first in the kingdom of heaven, which of course means mm-hmm. that they were white. But and blonde and blue-eyed. Then, like, uh, God and Satan and Jesus and some other people, they were all sitting at a table talking about what they were going to do. Um, <laughs> Just hanging <and> out. <laughs> like a scene from Goodfellas. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, were, they were having negotiations. And I think, like, Jesus was, like, deciding with God that he was going to spread his message on, on earth. Um, but Satan was like, I want to rule it. Like I want to be in charge. And like, and, it, and they took a vote also, which is like, <laughs> very, very progressive of them. Very progressive of them. And so, you know, so Jesus was played by Ray Liotta, yeah. you know, the whole, so the whole nine yards. <laughs> Satan got voted out, but then there were people that abstained that weren't, they didn't side with Jesus or with the devils. And so mm-hmm. God turned them black and then sent them to the earth as like a marker of their, their, like a physical marker of their sin. Of not voting, cool. which is of the yeah. worst. Not voting. <laughs> not voting. <laughs> which is the, the worst the thing that anyone sin. can do. Which is like what we're all saying. Like if they had gotten out and voted. <laughs> <laughs> 
if they had just given Nancy Pelosi five dollars, okay, <laughs> literally all comes back to the importance of rocking the boat. And God so, was texting actually, all of his angels like, "Hey still, Ezekiel, can I talk to you for a second? It, it's still Nancy a belief. Pelosi needs five dollars. The Mormons, the Mormons still believe that when you go to heaven, if you're a black Mormon, when you go to heaven, you're white. You yeah. become white. It's your claim. That's, it's well, still so their thing. That's what's in the Twilight universe. It's a canonical part of the Twilight universe lore. Oh, right. Which is that uh, whenever anyone becomes a vampire, they become white. Because the vampires are Stephanie Meyer's Mormon allegory for, like, the, the perfected human in heaven. And so no matter what ethnicity you were before you get turned you turn white after but we're that's we're why, getting so that's far why rosalie away. when she was <laughs> that's why, why rosalie when she was like blade except for my favorite <laughs> one of my favorite little one of my favorite little mormon things is like when rosalie's talking about like her backstory where she's like i was like a rough and tumble girl in the big city and the big city she's talking about is rochester new york um <laughs> <laughs> she's like I, in the 1920s i was in a rough and tumble town called rochester new york okay so like getting abort- a garbage plate abortions um that's what we're talking about today good, good segue thank you i'm keeping us on topic um so so on on that topic uh what okay so before before roe v wade was like overturned which now was almost not quite a month ago. It's like three, three and a half weeks three, ago. Three weeks. Um, yeah. What was the situation in Utah like, like regarding like access to like abortion? Pre-row? Yeah, and mm-hmm. like reproductive rights, like. So, like a, an easy way to think of it is in Utah. There's about four million people across the whole state. There were there was one, clinic that provided abortions. Um, there were two until a few years ago, but there's, there was one, um, in Salt Lake City. So if you lived, you know, in any of the other places that you could be up driving for up to eight hours to go get one. Um, and Utah had a waiting period. I want to say it's 24 hours before they'll actually do the procedure. Um, it was very hard to get an appointment, very hard to get in there and get it done. It was, it was legal, mostly in name only. Um, in Utah, there were a about, I want to say 30 to 50 abortions being done a week across the mm. state um, out of a need. Um, I think the estimated need was probably closer to two or 300 they needed to get done a week. Um, so a lot of mm-hmm. people went going to other states. Um, Colorado is the biggest um, like provider of healthcare for people in Utah. Mm. Um, so a lot of people would be going to towns in Colorado because Colorado would open clinics Um but yeah, it was already pretty hard to get to. It was always filled with right-wing protesters outside the clinic. Um, constant threats. They, they were not keeping doctors who wanted to actually do it in Utah because of the amount of threats they would, they would receive. Um, so yeah, that's, that's the pre-row situation. Okay, and it has only gotten better since then because we, <laughs> turned, out, we turned out a lot of voters. <laughs> Yeah, we voted. We voted for sure. We rocked that vote. We voted so hard, Utah codified it into law. And, you know, yeah, Yeah. there's one in every town, in every street corner. You can kill a baby on any street corner. They love it. This is is like not – it's not funny, but one of the very first times that I went to like a Planned Parenthood, I didn't – 
realize that there are always protesters outside of it and so they usually will try to keep the location a, a bit like clandestine and not have uh like a big sign that says hello this is the the planned parenthood and so i had the location on my phone and i kept like circling around and circling around and being like i don't see the sign for the location of of where i'm going but i saw people sitting out front with signs and so sort of like the bangs thing i'm not paying attention to my surroundings and just noticing (laughs) that there are surroundings there don't look at the signs but just see like some guy sitting out on lawn chairs and i'm like hey guys this is kind of awkward but like do you know where the planned parenthood is (laughs) you asked the counter protesters where planned parenthood was (laughs) and they look at me and i look at them and then i see their signs and i'm like yeah i'm not paying attention (laughs) and so they they really don't want to give me an answer and then they start telling me about you know like god and hell and and stuff and i'm like i'm not uh trying to get an an abortion today but like probably if i don't go (laughs) to this appointment the, the chances of me meeting one will go up um so like it's it's cool, right? And you could see, yeah. you could see like the the ethical dilemma that was like going through their head, uh, <laughs> their little trolley problem of abortion, where they're just like the birth oh. control or but or you know, dead the, babies this later. Is the state of things in this was in uh, like Olympia, Washington, and I was a little bit disappointed to see that our protesters were just sitting down in chairs. And I would imagine that in Utah, they are standing on their feet. They weren't even making any noises. They're being very passive <laughs> about their, like, they just seemed like some guys hanging out. Um, so I feel like it was, it's still a little bit obvious that that, that mm-hmm. was what it was going to yeah. be. But, but okay. Um, <laughs> what, I guess, yeah, like what um, happened after like Roe v. Wade was overturned? Because I think there was a, trigger law right that abortion would immediately become illegal so in utah they passed the trigger law in 2020 um and a lot of states had it like saying day of within 30 days within 15 days utah didn't have that um so they had to actually vote to put it into effect um so the day it happened they had an emergency session um, of the legislature where they approved it the trigger law went into effect the next day the Utah Supreme Court filed an injunction against it. They passed an injunction against it saying this is unconstitutional. Not that the law itself is unconstitutional, just that they didn't do the legal procedural stuff that they needed to do to get it passed. Um, so that was a 14-day injunction, so that's over now. Um, and then it was illegal again for like two days, and then the Supreme Court passed another injunction saying, no, 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 you still haven't done what you need to do, otherwise we're going to get sued. So what the Supreme Court's doing is essentially keeping it legal long enough for the Supreme Court itself to help the legislature make sure that it's bulletproof in a court of law so that when Planned Parenthood does sue the state um, or any other group does sue the state, um, it's essentially bulletproof and the Supreme Court of the state will strike it down. I super Um, love... That's why we respect the process. You got to trust the process and respect the process. The really, really cool part about this whole thing where they're saying, oh, well, the trigger law is not in effect. Um, Well, that doesn't really matter because the day the trigger law went into effect, every doctor in the state who could perform an abortion had their license revoked. 
Um, and then if they wanted to continue to perform abortions, they had to they have to reapply because now we have like what a lot of states have, which is like the just a rape and incest exception. Mm. But everybody mm. got their license revoked, so you have to reapply, and they're only letting like it's like less than ten people be mm -hmm. licensed abortion providers. Um, so nobody has a license right now, so you can't get an abortion in Utah. You know, um, the really cool part about the rape and incest. Uh, law is um, to get an abortion under that exception, you have to get two doctors, your primary doctor and a doctor from the hospital, the police department, and the local court to all agree that it happened, and the individual who like sexually assaulted you has to be arrested and charged before they will give you the abortion you need. So it is essentially outlawed here. Um, yeah, yeah. What, like yeah. Yeah. the timeline on that impossible yeah. ask would be mm -hmm. longer than it takes to be pregnant. I can't yeah. even imagine just the ask on like getting your license back at all. You know, I've been waiting personally. I've been waiting like six or eight weeks to just get my car registration renewed. I can't even imagine what it would what it would take for me to get like a doctor's license back. Yep. Um, yep. Like how long that would take. So. Like it's just like I love I love democratic red tape. I love politics, and I love how it works so well. Um, is there is there anything that might change? Do you think pending court decisions or more things that Utah organizers are like preparing for? Well, let me tell you about Utah organizers. <laughs> I won't dox and I won't outwardly slander, I promise. Fucking idiots. Okay. Plain and simple. Um, but not you. Everyone not else. You. Not me. Everyone not even, else not, besides you. Not even you. everybody else. Okay. Um, just, it's the loudest voices in the room. Um, mm -hmm. you, the, the white feminist liberals <laughs> who are not helpful. And mm -hmm. who do the most performative things that just come off like very inappropriate or like – there's a French word for this. I don't know. A pain in the ass. They're a pain in the ass. Um, mm. And so what they've done is while our wonderful friends and neighbors down in Arizona have been standing in front of the, of the Arizona uh, – the fuck is it called? Like legislature building, throwing rocks and screaming for the last three weeks um, – we had a nice little march the day of the decision. Um, we got, I don't know, almost 10,000 people. Um, and since then, we have done absolutely nothing, which is super cool. Um, not really anything of note is going on. They want to do a little educational event, which nobody will come to other than people who are already pissed, um, who are already involved. There's not a lot of community outreach um, a huge failing of, like, the, the coalition groups in Utah is... Um, well, there's your problem. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's all white. <laughs> it's all white. There's, like, no... no. There's a huge Latino population here, um, an indigenous population, that they just don't reach out to. And those groups don't trust the white organizers as it is. Um, and now it looks like they're... I can't imagine taking why. Another, yeah, neither can I. <laughs> and now they're taking yet another step um, of acting without any input from those groups. And they love to be very performative and say, we need to reach out to these groups. We need to talk to these people. We need to be in their communities. And then when it comes time to hold an event, even an educational event, 
I'm going to be very location specific, so you guys are going to know what I'm talking about. But they put it in in Sugar House, which is like, pick your your city's bougie mm-hmm. bullshit area where all the white artists live. Mm-hmm. That's where they want to have all their events. It's like there. Okay, okay. Well, there's a whole I don't know other 75 percent of the city where you could go to a park there and have an event, but they never want to do that because they don't want to get out of their comfort zone. They don't want to drive. Oh, I don't want to drive. I don't want to go that far. Because in the end of the, at the end of the day, it doesn't affect any of these people. Because all of us, all of us, me included, in the it, that we're in this coalition. I mean, if I needed to have my partner get reproductive health services, I can afford to drive to Colorado. I can drive to Nevada, where those where it's protected. Right. But we don't reach out to the people who can't. Right. Right. Okay. So in I guess in an, uh, in a world where people are better at doing what they're doing like what i guess like what sort of things do you think you see coming in utah that you would want to be working towards like preparing for well with the supreme court decisions about church and state i know it's a problem everywhere but in utah that's a huge bigger problem because the the mormon church the lds church they are the richest private organization on the planet like that's oh, not yeah. an exaggeration. They have like multiple trillions of dollars in their coffers. That is why there is almost zero elected officials in the entire state who aren't members of the church. Mm-hmm. Um, they will bankroll mm-hmm. – Democrat and Republican. They will bankroll your campaign because at the end of the day, you're going to protect the church. You're going right. to do things that the church wants. Um, and as we lose that protection, you, it's, it's already starting to sneak back into school curriculums. Um, when I first mm-hmm. moved to Utah, I worked for the Board of Education – and you could already see it there. It's creeping back in. The church is kind of creeping back into public education. Um, so really, I, I, I would worry the most about like you look at a you look at look at a place like Iran where it's religiously ruled. Like that's what you have in Utah. Like it's no there is no difference. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You have the same same problems where it's a theocracy of a, it's a theocracy and not really a state. Mm-hmm. Much like Texas, the the right wing in Utah has like a pretty yeah. big secession streak in them. So that's another thing you might want to worry about. Yeah. Them oh, big being time. Being a little bit more blatant about like that's... saying we don't want to be here. When I was on my Mormon hyperfixation kick, I do remember reading a lot about like the uh, the Mormon civil wars that happened a ton. Like Deseret, baby. Like. <laughs> A hundred civil wars of just like we want to be a private institution. That's why I thought it was so crazy when um I watched that documentary Wild Wild Country and the Rajneesh were like, the Mormons were able to create their own town and everything was fine. And I'm like, no, it wasn't. It wasn't at all. It was not fine. Nobody found found that fine. There were yeah. many, well, many they, bloody they got battles. Themselves a pretty big victim complex too, mm-hmm. which, like, I'm gonna be real. I'm just gonna be honest. Like, they did kind of get genocided out of every other place, so like, I get it. But yeah, but they did but, that by being scammers. If, I don't and know. And annoying. It's, like, <laughs> it's right. like the most. It's the greatest grift of all time, though. Mm-hmm. Like, if you really think about it, it's like they make so much money. They live in the middle of the desert. They just steal money from the federal federal government. The federal government keeps the state afloat. And at the same time, they'd be like, we're fiscally self-sufficient. Yeah, because they don't spend any money on public public works. The church does. Mm-hmm. 
Mm. Yeah, I, I think the connection that you made between, I think, uh, like, what has just happened, and then also like the the changes that might be coming with the school curriculum is really important. Um, I mean, it's like, the whole critical race theory, like nonsense has been going on for over a year. But I can also imagine that like, as sex education programs in schools like continue to get like cut and gutted and just eliminated completely and then there are no accessible like local reproductive health services like for people that people are not going to know like what is going on with their body to be able to like ask for the help that they need and they wouldn't also know where to get it. Um, and I can see that becoming a problem very fast. Utah's already an abstinence-only state. Um, they don't right. teach sex ed here. It's an abstinence-only state. Um, and also, like, hilarious little tidbit for people to make fun of Utah. Um, the level of, like – it's this part isn't funny. The level of teen pregnancy is among the highest in the country, um, as is, you know, people make fun of the Deep South especially, and I'll always cape for the South. But um, – Utah has the highest rate of inbreeding of any state in the nation. <laughs> Do we call it inbreeding when it's people? Yeah, they're inbred. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they're inbred. It's it's inbred incest. It, you know, it's huge. It's it, that's why, and I blend in in Utah really well as a bald man because a lot of Mormons are bald because it's a recessive you trait. You, you recessive cannot trait. say you cannot say that this state has the highest rate of inbreeding and then say that you blend in. <laughs> I just blend in as a bald guy. Trust me, they can tell to them like this. I've, I'm swarthy. I have a beard and a mustache. They're like, oh, they you're don't even think I'm white. Them. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah. can tell that them. you're Italian. Yeah, They're like that man's a Southern European. We don't want him. Also, yeah. on the subject of Italian, can I get the pass? Can I get it? Which one? <laughs> Just, like, the All Italian one? Yeah, you can have the Italian pass. Cool. BIPOC status restored. <laughs> um. As a person of color. Uh. Yeah, a, a black well, Italian. Person. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I think you, you were talking about this a little bit, the challenges that have, like, come up in organizing um and i guess i'm like i'm interested in hearing more about that like both i guess what maybe is is going on like internally without blowing up your spot too much but then also like maybe what challenges are you facing like externally as an organizer like what things are you trying to okay. uh like address or fix right now so i guess like for like an internal view um what i've noticed on the left and I'm, I hope I'm sure you guys have probably noticed something something like this in, mm -hmm. in the past. Um, white leftists, especially, love to do this form of identity politics where they're they're not helping. All they're doing is they push people out because they don't want to. They don't. And I'm not talking about me in the situation. They just don't want to meet people where they are. They don't want to educate. They're very much those people on Twitter who are like, I don't. You don't need to. I don't, it's not my job to educate you. Um, when, like, quite frankly, like, when you're being an organizer on the left, <laughs> you're organizing some shit, it is your fucking job to educate. Um, and they, they, and it's, usually it is, it's, it's the white leftists. Um, and it's just been a thing, and that's what's kind of blowing up. Can't really blow up a spot that doesn't really exist or won't in a couple weeks. 
Um, like the Utah left coalitions, it, it, they're already falling apart because there are some very loud voices who don't want to do things in, I guess, in a democratic way. They want to do that big man politics, that big man theory of history where they're, they're the face and they're all the thoughts behind it. Um, and it's really just starting to grate on people. You know, at the end of the day, I might have read a lot of theory, but I'm not a politician. That's not what I wanted. I am a soldier. Tell me what we're doing, and I will do it. I don't want to politic for hours and hours on end. And a lot of people don't want to politic for hours and hours on end. They want to know what we're doing, and then they want to do it. They don't want to debate the pros and cons and all the little niche things because we, that's how you don't get anything done. That's why the right gets things done. They might be mm -hmm. wrong about everything that they do, but you know what they can do? They can sit down, they can have a meeting, and they can say, we want to do this. We want to accomplish it. And then – they don't need to do semantics for six hours. They just go do the thing. And that's right, that's kind of where we're at. Well, they're, they're very good at taking orders because they all have, like, a humiliation they and, do. like, degradation king. So and it, yeah. that's, that's the Everybody problem. Everybody on the left the... is a different kind of sex pest. <laughs> <laughs> I also just don't recommend uh, working with uh, forming coalitions with uh spending time with following on the internet uh, leftists. Uh, yeah. I also take um, a hardline like Bolshevik stance in that no coalitions. <laughs> <laughs> no more coalitions. I I mean, they don't work. I think that the thing no that more you're knitting circles. is so, it's so common when like there is a brand new, like there's an emergency and there wasn't an existing like community like structure like built to respond to that and so people tried to make shift create one but mm -hmm. but haven't done the actual uh work of building community first and are also annoying um <laughs> and <laughs> and and i think that in in my experience with things like that there are uh, a lot of people who have like Mm, I think they, what, what's, what is the phrase that I'm looking for in a nice way? They haven't conceptualized like what it would mean to win. Um, and so they don't know the, how. Yeah. Losers. And so the, <laughs> so the organizing that they're doing isn't like approaching a goal of winning. The but losers, is, the Marxists, is... the anarchists. <laughs> no, they, they suck. They do, look. I'll be quite honest. They fucking suck. And and this is like, and I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say something right now. And I want you guys to not judge me, but please okay. be honest with your opinions on this. Yeah, yeah. I am not from Utah. I haven't done a lot of organizing in the space of the Salt Lake Valley. But what I have done is a lot of actual fucking organizing. Mm -hmm. And what I've noticed. Um, after having – I've done successful organizing things, and I'm going to toot my own horn here a little bit. Like I've successfully formed a tenant union. I've successfully helped unionize a workplace. I've successfully helped run safe protests for people who aren't part of my org. And I show up here, and I know. I know what I am. And I that it, it's a little – it boggles the mind. Like I know. I'm a white, straight guy. I look like this. I can be a little intimidating when I'm standing in front of you trying to trying to help. Um, I do and, not find you intimidating. And from the moment I, the, from the moment I got to those meetings, I think that's this. Everybody took, well, certain people took a very adversarial stance to a white man trying to help. And mm -hmm. so everything I would, racism. every time I would, <laughs> regular racism, regular racism, I'm Italian. I see. No, so I would like. 
I don't know what, like, safety is my thing when it comes to these things. I'm good at it. I know what I'm doing. I, my fucking job, I'm a risk analyst by trade. I can look at the thing and go, this is probably not good. Um, but nobody really mm. wanted to hear it from me. <laughs> and then there were moments where it's like, well, I always try to come at it from a, like, it's your space. I'm coming into this coalition. I didn't start it. I'm coming into this space, and I'm just going to offer my experience up, and hopefully my experience can be taken, and the, ex the mistakes I've made don't have to be repeated. I have experience organizing in a right-wing state, in a blue city, in a red state, where the government does not want you there. I've, I have the experience. I've, I went in and I offered up, like, these are the mistakes I've made in the past. These are the mistakes I've made with coalitions. These are how, things I've seen where coalitions fall apart. These are, you know, the things that you need to watch out for. And this is, this is real. These are the safety concerns I have. Like, we should really focus on this if, if we want to make sure we don't get arrested. Like, simple shit. Mm -hmm. um, and some of it was met well. Some of it was just, like, immediately adversarial. A lot of it was immediately adversarial. And it just kind of... Like, I'm done. I don't want to fuck with them anymore. I, I, I can go organize by myself and get more shit done than they've gotten done in the last month and a half because they want to have a meeting every week where they talk about what the next meeting is going to be about. And I'm sorry, oh, those but... those are my favorite meetings. I was going to do that, I'm sorry. I, <laughs> I love be, I would still be a member of the fucking DSA if that's what I wanted to be. <laughs> <laughs> All right? <laughs> like, it's goddamn pointless. It's fucking pointless. And quite honest... Nobody in this fucking state. The protest we had last month, that's like the that's the biggest protest to ever happen in Utah. Mm -hmm. Ever. Yeah. None of it these people really have cool. No, it was super cool. Um, but it was so, so unsafe. So unsafe. And I'll mm -hmm. I'll I'll mention the horrible thing that almost happened. But um nobody in that coalition has ever done it before. They have no experience. Mm -hmm. And so every time I would I would try to say, like, hey, I've done this before. I got tear gassed for that. Maybe we do it differently. Um, it's just like, no, you don't know. It's not North Carolina. Well, I'm sorry it's not North Carolina, but pigs are pigs, and right-wing governments are right-wing governments. The, they also the face, do all the same training everywhere. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The cops are not that smart. They're all getting trained by the fucking IDF, all right? We know right. what we're doing here. Yeah. Um, and it just – eventually it came to a point for me where it's like, all right, well, it's not worth working with you guys anymore. And if you don't like me, you don't have to like me. Um, but I, I, I know my shit and I'm, I don't want to take anybody's space away from them, but I also like will put my foot down when it's quite honestly my ass on the line. Mm -hmm. like, my ass doesn't want to go to fucking jail. I'm not going to yeah. jail for this. Be quite honest. There's things to go to jail for. It's not for a fucking March. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. that's not what you go to jail for. And we're sitting yeah. here and you know, it's just a fucking nightmare. Yeah, I I mean I guess the the main takeaway from that is that like um they need to start opening up these conversations to people who are in other states who are going through the same things that just because Utah has a very unique situation of of being in this like uh religious state as you've as you've said like they need to start <laughs> they need to start talking like they they can't just go like, I'm not like other girls, like to every single other exactly. person who's having that experience, because if they've had this experience with, you know, if they if somehow they were able to just like reach out and just ask a question to like yeah. the Iowa Coalition, for example, it's a very who've been Utah, around for like a really long time, you yeah. know, it's a very like, Utah thing a lot that of, they do where yeah. they're very insular. Like when the thing in Phoenix is still going, we're going on three mm -hmm. weeks of them protesting nonstop in Phoenix over this. And... 
I, like a couple of us in this in on the group in Utah said, what can we do to help them? If we're not doing something here, what can we do to help them? What can we send them? Can we give them money? Can we give them people who might live in the south of the state who can drive to Phoenix? What can we do? And they shot it down. They were like, no, that's that's Arizona's problem. Well, that's not Arizona's problem. There's 23 fucking states that banned abortion outright. Like, it's mm-hmm. all of our problems. We should all be and working it's like together. What we- what we said with um, the first episode, one of the conclusions that we that we drew was just that um, th- this abortion is an issue that men and women should be uh, ultimately coming together on. That everyone should be like everyone has a body, everyone has a, like a like and, if, a, and if, the third gender of people, yeah. which is a secret gender, a secret gender we won't tell you about. We will not tell you. You have to guess. <laughs> Men and women send us an email or, guessing. We're the other. We're the other category. <laughs> you gotta the, guess. The wolfkin gender. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do you mm-hmm. feel like you're white Othello for real? <laughs> I do. I do. I'm white Othello for real. We're for st- real. We're yeah, still in like the Othello, but a white guy. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah. I feel like it's not that it makes it any better but just that it's that it's such a common thing when you are like in a brand new group of people organizing and a bunch of them are leftists that have never organized in the real world before um that things fall apart so quickly um but that's i mean that's really like frustrating and also scary to hear when there are what how many people did you say live in utah 23 what Mil- what was the number? 23 million. Oh, we don't know. <laughs> 23 million. Four, there are four How many people live people in the U.S.? Uh, there are like, 4 million people in Utah. Like, <laughs> 23 million people in, like, New York. Yeah, well, it's... There's 4 million people here. Sure. Well, okay, whatever. 4 million people. within 20 miles of me. I am sure some of them need abortions right now. And just, like, that there there is an, a need and it is, like, not being met in a way that is like address oh go ahead go ahead i'm ready i don't know if you guys ever saw this shit on the fucking news but do you know what the i don't remember what this was some sort of government official in utah the day they fucking banned it did you see what this crazy lady fucking said about how women need to regulate the amount of semen they intake oh i did sex that's utah that's what we're dealing with Mm. (laughs) i want to say that was our lieutenant governor yeah, you know, Mitt Romney's we... not even from Utah. He's a Detroit guy. Mitt Romney and all 40 of his kids are the first people that we give cement shoes and drop in the Great Salt Lake. His dad was the one that did the the uh like the that that the pushed JFK all the black people out of out of Detroit yeah. um back in like the 1950s. Uh, it was it was very scary. Whatever his his dad's name was that I'm forgetting did in Detroit, and it was bad. And then also Mitt Romney's name is Will. Yeah, they're. It's Will. His <laughs> name is Will Willard Romney. Like he picked Mitt Disgusting. for some reason. Yeah, they are they are a, a fucked up people. Like they seriously like a lot of people. A lot of states want to do guillotines, the wall, cement shoes, Great Salt Lake. Right, you don't mm-hmm. even have to make mm-hmm. it. You don't even have to drown them. It's not very deep. Like you can go really far out and stand. I'm saying cement shoes, and we take your ass two miles out there. Fucking, you'll that's it. You'll dehydrate. We'll really I get endorse em. this mm-hmm. call. For we'll violence. do like the Persians did with like yeah. we'll put you in a canoe full of milk and honey and let the bugs eat you. It's the same idea. You're gonna start drinking that salt water. 
and it's a cycle. <laughs> I yeah. support this. Okay, wait. You look like SpongeBob. So then, what? Like, so what? Like, what? What is like going on in Utah right now? I guess that like people can like tangibly support in order to like help people access abortions. Like, what? Because I, so, I mean, you the Gorilla Radio Show donated to the Utah Abortion Fund recently, yeah. so like there are mm-hmm. things happening. So the Utah Abortion Fund is your main option here in Utah right now. To if you're going to give money, um, is the Utah mm-hmm. Abortion Fund. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, they're like severely understaffed right now. They're working on upping their staff. Um, their support fo- their phone line is open. They don't have a physical location at the moment. Um, because right before Roe v. Wade actually got overturned, they actually ran out of money. People weren't giving them money. So they actually had to suspend operations. Oh, so now that they've been given this, they have – I want to say the estimate I got from one of their reps last time I spoke to them was they've received in in the order of about a million dollars in the last three weeks, um, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people – a lot of like yeah. local shows, like quite honestly like us, like Guerrilla Radio Show, are giving all of their money that they get from subscriptions every month to to the abortion mm-hmm. fund um if you're an individual and you live in utah um what i would suggest to you is reach out locally um salt lake city we deserve the bad rap we have for taking all the attention away from this state um, we have like a quarter of the state's population but there that means there are three million people outside of salt lake and far away from salt lake who also need this help um if you live in a place mm-hmm. and i'm going to get real specific if you live in a place like cedar city or you live in Tooele, or you live up in Logan, um, try and get involved locally. Those There are orbs. They do exist out there. You have to find them. You ha- I, I couldn't tell you what they're even called. A lot of them are very, very, very hush-hush because of where they are. Yeah. Um, but try and get involved. Um, don't be one of those people who's like, I'll take you, because you know, you're only gonna you're only reaching your friends in that case. Uh, get involved with an organization mm-hmm. who does that, who does a ride share to Colorado or to Nevada, um, because you have to understand that here in Salt Lake City, the nearest place to get an abortion is going to be Reno, Nevada, or Denver. And both of those, it's 500 miles in either direction. Um, there is no closer Whoa. place in Nevada, right. and you got to go through the fucking Rocky Mountains to get to Colorado. How long so. does it take to drive 500 miles? What Six is, to seven hours like... if you're going really fast, about eight okay. on a normal interstate. <sighs> um, so mm-hmm. if you wanted to get um, an abortion today and you live in Salt Lake City, I would say go to Reno. Um, Reno is about a six-and-a-half-hour drive mm-hmm. through the desert. Um, there is already talk um, from the state that they might start putting troopers at the border um, and start maybe checking people. Um, real, to see real, if they are pregnant? Mm-hmm, real police state style. Mm. Um, because what's going on now is the Montana Planned Parenthood, which hilariously, um, Montana, completely legal to get an abortion. They can't overturn it there because it's in their constitution. Um, Sick. Hell yeah. But the Montana <laughs> Shout Planned out to Parenthood, the constitution. Yeah, straight up. Um, Montana Planned Parenthood <laughs> can't do medical abortions anymore um, because if you go to get a medical abortion and you let's say you drive to montana or you fly to montana you take you, you take the pills you take the medicines and then you go yeah. home the abortion's happening let's say in utah or in wyoming it's happening there yeah. um mm. and oh we're, we're we're invoking sky yeah, law so now a lot are of we state, like wyoming and idaho and i want to say north dakota have already sued montana over this saying abortions are happening in our state and it's outlawed here so if you want an abortion oh, and you want to go to Montana, you have to be far enough along to get a surgical abortion. Um, that is the only kind of abortion mm-hmm. that Montana will perform for out-of-state residents. 
Um, but they'll do it. They'll still do it. So if you need one, please get involved. Don't reach out to the fucking Utah Coalition of Leftists. We can't fucking help you. Uh, <laughs> reach out. We can't. No, nothing. This fucking organization does nothing. So please, okay. I'm going to be real with you. I, you know what? I hope this motherfucker – she probably doesn't listen to this shit, but I hope this motherfucker does. <laughs> because you know what the fucking second talking point behind let's fix abortion – the next talking point this motherfucker had was – and also when we're done with this, like we're ever going to be done. I want to work on getting the ERA passed. We need to put it up to a state referendum. I wanted to fucking kill her. It is Wait, not when gonna... we're done? When we're <laughs> done? When we're done? <laughs> <laughs> like, this is going like, to be a two-month fight. When we're done. we're done. No, she wants to she wants to You know, when we finish equal, this Ikea table, you should all go to Friendly's after. She's like, we need to start uh, canvassing for that. Canvassing for that? Do you know where we fucking live? Do you know where we live? It's like, I don't give a fuck. I'm going to be real. I'm going to be so real. The revolution's not happening in fucking Utah. It ain't going to fucking happen. Mm-hmm. You're right? Mm-hmm. Of the four okay. million people, three and a half million need the wall. Like, it's not going to fucking happen here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's true like it's not you can't we're not passing any the most liberal reform we passed was fucking me- we passed recreational marijuana and then the state legislature said fuck you no and they only let medical marijuana you think we're gonna pass the equal rights amendment they just they do whatever they fucking want mm-hmm. i really hope <laughs> that maybe in like three weeks when we talk to you you'll be like in something that is not a coalition that's doing something really cool. I'll be in the woods um, with a gun. Yes. <laughs> and once again, listeners, I am sending you coded messages through the podcast. I I think me and Greg, we should have our own where we just incite violence every five minutes from listeners. Have you guys okay. Just I'm death threats. Make a weird comparison here, but it'll maybe make sense. Have you guys ever seen the movie Hotel Rwanda? No, I okay. have. Yes. You know when the radio station is always playing, it's always like doing that horrible propaganda. <laughs> okay, yeah. one cool thing the coalition <laughs> is doing is well, actually, not even the coalition. One org, the the Socialist Rifles, the SRA. They've got a radio station now, so we can do our own radio station. All we have to do is abide oh, by FCC rules. Pirate radio? No, it's not pirate radio. It's more fucking ninety nine point nine FM. Re- it's a regular fucking radio station. <laughs> So we, me and me and you could be on the we could be on the socialist gun station. We could. I, the the we problem can't is when I do I do organize Wait, in so real what are, life, and I kind of don't need my name on a list, which I feel are, like mm-hmm. any well, mine is probably probably touching yours, but like I just I don't think that I need to They're be kissing. associated with uh, the list of socialist gun owners. Um, mm-hmm. Wait, so what are they doing on the radio station? Well, they haven't they've, right now. they've got it secured. We don't have any programming for it yet. And quite honestly, I I okay. I've been reading up on FCC rules on what I can and can't say on the radio. Um I can't say a whole lot, but I can essentially do leftist rush limbaugh. That doesn't oh, sound yeah. good. That's yeah, no, can, that sounds can, like actually, a net negative do, for the I culture. Can do, I can do rush <laughs> limbaugh. Like I hate the Democrats too. I just got to cu- I got to end it with something different. Like <laughs> Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Whatever. I'll get addicted to opiates. <laughs> Sounds fun. Okay. So what about Plan C pills? Uh, <laughs> 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 I'm, I'm trying so hard today to be good at the podcasting thing. But, but okay. And like, being optimistic. and <laughs> meh. Um, So 
I'm assuming that with abortion being illegal, plant seed pills would like mm-hmm. also be illegal to to have and to use. No, but I know that you can get them mailed to you no matter oh, no. what. Not in Utah, they're not very smart, so those aren't banned yet. Um, they might. They're really not. They're really not very smart. Um, yeah. So you can still go listen. up. If you're Mormon, well, stop they, listening they to this podcast right now. So far, none of the states have been able to make. We're it about e- to talk about coffee and sex. None of the states have been able to make it illegal to have them mailed to you, but. I know that in Texas it is illegal to then use them because it is performing an abortion. So in Utah, they haven't really gone after that stuff yet. Um, And what I will say Mm -hmm. now is that please don't do this unless you actively think you need an abortion or you need a Plan B pill. If you live in the Salt Lake area, you can go to the University of Utah. You can go to their medical center and you can buy Plan B for $5.00. Well, Plan B and Plan C are two different things. No, I know, I know, I know. You can also get the Plan C pills at the University of Utah Pharmacy for very, very cheap. Um, Mm. You can get them, the university, you know, being the liberals that they are, are at least vaguely on our side. Um, So they're not going to take that stuff off the shelves until the state tells them or attempts to pull a public university's funding. Um, So all of that is available here. If you live in Salt Lake, you can get it really cheap. If you don't live in Salt Lake, um, the recommendation, I'm sure everybody's already heard this, if you're interested, is to try not to go to a local pharmacy. You'll have better luck at a Walgreens or a CVS or, or a Rite Aid um, just because it's not like a local guy. He's not really going to be checking. They're not really going to be checking. Um, if you have a partner who at least presents his mask, send them in. Um, if you are mask, you can go in. It's going to be harder to get it if you're a femme person um, because – Obviously, mm-hmm. a pharmacist knows what the pills are can be used for at this point. Um, so if you're a mm-hmm. dude, go get it. If you are a yeah. presenting person and you need it and you don't have somebody to do it, ask a trusted a trusted a trusted mask friend who can go do it for you. Um, you're going to get less questions and it's going to be honestly a lot easier to obtain. And you can also get them in the mail still too. too if you go to Plan C yeah. like. Dot, dot com dot org. I think it's, it's something on, like I think that. Dot org. Yeah, I'll I'll be linking it in the bio. Yeah, we we have it. We have it. We have our our own little page of things. But that's very interesting that it's not banned yet. I'm glad that they haven't done that. But it's also a little bit confusing. I think they're waiting on their legal battle for the actual abortion ban first. Mm. Mm-hmm. And then they'll tackle all yeah. the little shit afterwards. Yeah. Um, so you weak. mentioned before, like some of the. The, the the Latino population and, like, the indigenous population, do you know of any, like, uh, groups that are specifically focused on that population at all? Or so, is it not really happening at the, the moment? the indigenous population, there's a lot. Um, indigenous communities mm-hmm. have a lot of groups. I don't know their names off the top mm-hmm. of my head, quite honestly, and it's probably a failure on my part for not knowing. Um, among the Latino community, there is one specific group... Um, I'll say their name. They're very. They try not to talk about who they are in, as individuals, but they are the Brown Berets. Yeah. Um. They're okay. a super awesome organization. They do a lot of sh- crazy awesome street work, um, in their communities and across the wider valley as a whole. Um. They're a good group to get involved with if you can contact them and you live in Utah. Um. They're notoriously hard to mm-hmm. get in contact with. Um. They. They right. operate very very underground. Um. Yeah. Utah's full of fucking, like, wobblies. I don't really mm. know why. Mm. Like, well, Joe Hill got killed here. So the IWW is, like, a pretty mm. big thing in Utah. So 
If you're into being a fucking Trotskyite, you know. They have they have some good no, they do some good graphics shit. on just, their website. I just love making fun of them <laughs> because every time you make fun of them, like they always come out of the woodwork to be like, We're a, we're a real org, we do things. And it's like, yeah, I know, you did you did things is what you should be saying. You did shit. Past tense. Past tense. Why are they they are all Mickey we'll Mouse? See that. In, and they're all in, sex in... pests. They but they do have they do have some good graphics on their website. They're I feel awesome like if you're shit. like mm-hmm. yeah, I feel like if you're brand new to like labor organizing and you're trying to organize your workplace or something, they've they've got some very nice graphics on their website. The IWW A lot of good pamphlets. Is super awesome if you're organizing your workplace. Outside of that, mm-hmm. they're really fucking mm-hmm. useless. They're really good at being yeah. labor organizers. Mm-hmm. Like they're still really good at that. Like the IWW actually they're behind the Starbucks union. Well, they um, start. I, they started organizing starbucks yeah. i think in what was it like 2008 yeah like they exist behind yeah. like they are the parent org of the starbucks unit uh mm-hmm. starbucks workers united or whatever it is um so they're like good at labor organizing not in utah but um, they're on mickey mouse they are they are no they're they're fine um the left in utah is really atomized really really atomized mm-hmm. um so if you want to get involved on a local level like I actually don't recommend you start your own fucking org. I, I feel like a lot – this is yeah. counter to what a lot of people say where start an org in your own community. Work in your – no, don't do that. Don't do that. Find a national org and let them train you at least for a little while before you decide I want to do something on my own because what you wind up doing is creating 40,000 tiny little orgs that all do the most dangerously non-secure shit ever. And then you all are on a list mm-hmm. and then you get booked for something stupid yeah. next time you go to a protest. Um I think having 40,000 tiny little orgs could be good if if people are not trying to, like... Because I think that the recommendation that Frida gave in the last episode of, like, you and the group that you're working with, you pick one thing, and then you work on that mm-hmm. together. But I think a problem with uh, people, like, starting their own organization a lot of the time is they want to, like, tackle everything. Do everything. Um, yeah. And yeah. I think that that's where the problem comes, but... Yeah, oh, the the left is bad. It makes it, it makes me you... it makes me sad. I, it's so hard what? to I think teach people the importance of like organizing in good faith when their um, introduction and in, entire experience with like left politics is like crafting an epic quote tweet. Um, I won't, or cosplaying a Margaret Atwood novel. I won't novel name or... them because they don't matter, but there is some person who's, like, vaguely big on, like, left Twitter that lives in Philadelphia, and I don't think she does anything, like, in the world. If you um, tweet, but... you don't do action. <laughs> yeah, me, but every, every so dog. often... Every so often I'll get put in, like, a signal group chat with her where she'll say something <laughs> silly, but my... And, and I, I hate to bring up, like, Twitter beef, but my favorite thing ever that she said on the internet was that she thought that touch grass was an ableist term because some some people cannot can we Can we define, can we define what kind of person that is? Like, because that's what I'm dealing with here is, like, what, what kind of human being is that? Because, like, that's I a want Rad them Lib. eliminated. Rad Lib. Yeah. Rad lives. It's fucking rad lives. That's what I have. That's mm-hmm. what I have. That's what I have to work with. Like I, co- I show up. I'm like, I'm gonna help, and it's just like eighty rad lives, and they're all, they're all women. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
There God, are women who are bisexual women. who only date men. Greg came on mm-hmm. our podcast to be misogynist <laughs> towards bisexual. It's boys yeah. weekend. Sure. <laughs> I'm, um, you, I will say, I did want to ask one question, okay. which is that you, you were talking before about how you like kind of work within like risk assessment and risk uh-huh. analysis and how like this is kind of like your bread and butter when it comes to uh, protests yeah. and stuff and safety. Um, do you have any, like, could you expand on like the safety part of that? Like so, what um, would you say is like really important for your safety? The, the most important thing I can tell people and I over and over and over and over again, do not bring your fucking phone. Do not bring your fucking phone. Do not bring your fucking phone at all, at all. You don't fucking need it. All right. Because if you need your phone to get home from the protest, then you didn't do your pre-protest planning. If you need to fucking do it, like, there's no shame in looking at a map. Pull up a fucking map. Pick a landmark. Pick a street corner for when, if things go south and you don't want to be involved, I guess, in the going south, pick a place where you're going to go. All right? Look on the map. Look where the protest is going to be. Memorize the names of the streets. And you, in fucking Salt Lake City, it's numbers. It's You can't get lost here. Pick the number where it is and then pick a fucking place two blocks away where you're going to go when things go south. And from there, public transit exists in Salt Lake City. It's pretty goddamn good, actually. So find a way home. Take a bus. Take a train. Do not take your fucking car to a protest. Never take your car. First off, the the easiest thing here to say is, well, if it turns into a riot, do you want all your windows busted out of your car? Because it's pretty indiscriminate. Um, Second, you don't want to get too close to a protest in your personal vehicle. Because the cops know when these things are going to happen. They sit there and they scan license plates. They take pictures of license plates so they can get you later. Your license plate is tied to Follow your you home, home address. Yeah. Remember that. It's not just something you own and it's this thing that exists in the cloud. It's tied I learned to that you. recently when I got my license suspended for not paying <laughs> parking tickets because I thought <laughs> I thought that if you just don't pay them, that away. I thought well, I thought it was like an honor system thing. And I didn't realize that there is the the honor system is that you show up and you dispute it and they never come because why would they? That's the honor system part. It actually all worked out in the end because I only found out that my license was suspended via getting something in the mail saying that they were unsuspending my license for not paying parking (laughs) tickets because they had written a new law that it was like bad for poor people to suspend their license for... Um, having parking tickets, but that did mean that I So they was... sent you a letter like, good morning, Pori, here's your car back. But, well, but I had not I had not stopped driving. So I only found out that it was suspended by finding out it was unsuspended. I found out uh, my license was suspended one time when I lived in mm-hmm. Charlotte. I lived in North Carolina. I found out my license was suspended um, in the middle of the Ozarks in Missouri. I got pulled over for speeding and the cop goes can i have your license and i gave it to him and he comes back like two minutes later and he goes your license is suspended and i went huh <laughs> i went for <laughs> why and he was like oh the co- dumbest fucking cop also i don't want to be this guy but out of every police officer i've ever interacted with this man was like an absolute like lenny level sweetheart he was such a dummy but he was so friendly to me he he was like i don't know the computer just says north carolina suspended this and i went well are you going to let me leave? <laughs> and I was like, I lied. I was going, I was going West. I was not going back to North Carolina. I was continuing. He, he was like, well, where are you headed? I went home. I went, my grandma's really sick. He wrote me a fucking note. 
he wrote he typed it up and then he notarized this motherfucker with his sheriff department's fucking stamp and he went if you get pulled over again show this to any other cop in any other state they'll honor it because they know that you're going home and i was like this is fucking crazy do in, in this is how laws work you can just get a note that says i'm sorry my license is suspended in Missouri, <laughs> i think so so you don't just have to be white sometimes um, because in New Jersey, we have these little uh, badges that are like get out of jail free cards that you get from being friends with cops or from knowing them. And so they have like five to give out a year to their like friends and family. Are you fucking And then real? when, yeah. And so then when you get pulled over, you can show the little card that's like, <laughs> I know a cop. And then they're like, oh, okay, like. This, but they take the card away. So, so then you have if you like if you don't have any more, then you have to be better at driving. Um, but that's insane. Cops will, yeah. So, so it's I don't I didn't know it was a thing only in New Jersey, but it makes sense because it's sort of a, a like a mafia state, and that seems like kind of a mafia <laughs> practice. Um, but I used to work in a restaurant that was like right next to a police station, so sometimes cops would give those to me instead of tipping me which like like i mean it i i liked i guess not having to get a a speeding ticket and i do love to speed but i would have preferred money um but it is yeah (laughs) that you they do have like get out of jail free cards and you don't have to be Mm -hmm. white to use those you just usually are because you are Mm -hmm. you're related to a cop most of the time yeah um yeah I'm sorry, you were talking about safety Protest and safety. I ruined it. It's okay. Yeah. Protest safety. Um, Car licenses. They'll so, look your license yeah, up. Don't That's bring your you don't, don't bring your wallet either, I would say. Um, here's my pro tip. Find out what your local bail fund is, if you got one. Most cities do. Find out what their phone number is. Um, don't write it on your arm where people can take pictures of write it. Write it here. <laughs> write it here on your bicep. Do not... You okay? And wear long sleeves. Okay, and that's your one phone call. Make sure you fucking use it. If if by chance um you have a rich relative who likes you, or you um know a lawyer, put that number on there. The bail funds are really for poor people. Um, so if you have the money, mm-hmm. don't write a phone number down. Bail yourself out. Um, that's all you need. If you're gonna buy anything on the way to a protest to use at a protest huge quotes to use while you're at a protest you know like water if you're thirsty or you know know, whatever you might want to buy um pay in cash (laughs) pay in cash um and if you're on your way to the protest and you're thirsty and you want a bottle of water but you should have brought water and second pay in cash do not let yourself be tracked to within honestly like a mile and a half of the protest um if you're going to take public transit, I'm going to be honest with you, fucking do not pay for that. The, the incidents of like a fucking whatever they are cop showing up and saying, where's your ticket or did you scan your thing? So low. And if they ask you to off, get off the train, get off the train. Get on the next one. You'll get there. Um, don't pay. Just go. Um, be prepared to be tear gassed. Don't bring goggles. Bringing goggles makes you a fucking target. Um bring water don't if you wear fancy glasses like i personally i wear like kind of expensive glasses don't bring them if you can see where'd you get them from i'm doing an ad for lens crafters i got these at lens crafters um (laughs) with my corporate health insurance um 
yeah, um, don't, don't, if you have old glasses, wear those. Like, I'm blind, so I wear my old pair. Um, don't bring your knife shit. Don't wear identifiable clothes. Wear, don't dress like nice. Wear something nondescript. Don't wear black. That makes you an anarchist, and the cops will, like, throw the tear gas canisters directly at you. Yeah, you um, want to look like a person. Yeah, you want to look like, like a, a boring civilian. Person. Yeah, wear a t-shirt with no graphics. Try for no graphics. You want to look like a sim yeah, default. Um, it's the hardest part for me, honestly, is not <laughs> not doing an outfit. Um, not that I've ever gone to a protest, <laughs> but just like if I have, it's that's it's the hardest part to prepare for. I would also you, you put the platforms yeah, on. I would also recommend. A lot of people say wear boots to a protest, like steel toe boots or something. Those are really hard to run in. Be quite unless you're like fucking ex-military and you're good at running in boots. Um, it fucking hurts your feet. They're fucking heavy. Also, like, when are you kicking? Tear gas canisters. Uh, okay, true, true. But just wear honestly, like, dude, if you're gonna kick tear gas canisters, you're not holding it in the ball of your foot like a soccer ball. You're kicking it. <laughs> wear sneakers. Mm-hmm. Wear something you can run in. It needs to be something you can move very quickly in on a moment's notice. So you know that if it's cover up your tattoos that should be like number one take out like huge jewelry because you don't want it to get caught on other people if there's a crush you don't want the cop to grab you by your fucking septum ring you don't want a cop to grab you by an earring and rip you because they will do that you know try and keep yourself mm-hmm. as safe as you can be as nondescript as possible like me i'm bald i always wear a hat um i always wear a hat to a protest either a beanie or like a big like one of those floppy like navy seal hats because it, you can't tell I'm bald if I'm wearing a hat. Quite honestly, it's helpful mm-hmm. because I look like a different person with a hat on because it looks like I have hair. Because if you look at the side of my head, he's got stubble. Maybe he's got a fade. You don't know. Um, just try and make yourself unidentifiable. Um, and always go with a buddy. Um, I think the battle buddy system is one of the best things you can do. Um, try not to go alone. If you're going to go alone to a protest, you know, approach an organizer. A- approach somebody who looks like they have authority at the protest. Um, and say, hey, um, I need somebody to be with. I need a buddy. I need a battle buddy. Every organizer like across the country, they all call it different shit, but they know what you mean when you say you need a buddy. Um, and they'll give mm-hmm. you somebody else who's alone, or they'll say, stay near me. It's just, don't be alone. Don't get caught out alone by the pigs. Yeah, um, I think it's it's mm-hmm. even better if you can have someone at home mm-hmm. that is like aware of you of and you the are. rest of your group, so that if someone doesn't come home, there's someone that that knows that that yeah. has that has happened. They've done a head yeah. count. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, always make sure you try to make sure you have somebody at home. Like even for me, like if I go with my partner, my parents might be in North Carolina, but they know where I'm at. Like I always make sure my like my dad knows. So if I don't call him or I don't text him mm-hmm. later on, like he'll figure he's in jail or something bad happened. And try and try and figure out mm-hmm. what's going on. Like try and make sure you have something like that. Um, God, there was something else super important, and I can't fucking remember what it is. Battle buddies. It's not digital safety, is no, it? No, 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 no. Just fucking don't take yeah, yeah, spaces. Yeah. Um, this is like a while you're yeah. there thing, and I can't remember what the fuck it was. It'll come back to me. You guys go now. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think all of those things are really good. It's you know, it's too bad that you're white. And so I'm actually just going to strike all of that from the. I'm gonna. We're gonna put a big bleep over this whole section. Just gonna hear an ee for like the next like three minutes. Yeah. yeah. 
trying to think what it, it's important. It's, it, it's fine. She doesn't. They, they, we, we do it when I talk to. You know, misgender I know, moment. I know. Misgender <laughs> moment. Do you know that's? I'm wait, That's actually. I'm going to jail. That's what, that's what made them like try to suspend me from the coalition. I just I did that. Mm-hmm. And I caught oh. myself too. It's the worst part. Like I would catch myself. Well, I'm being suspended now. And, they, and then they're like, "We're gonna suspend you, motherfucker." Yeah. Well, I'm suspending both of you. I'm suspending Greg for being white, and Fair I'm enough. suspending Kendall also for being white, and for having blue eyes, and for having a dressage yeah. horse. You, you fit in for... in Utah. <laughs> <laughs> I would fit you in would, in Utah, that's the thing, until I opened my big fat fucking mouth, and then they would not like... They're always so soft-spoken. I'd start talking about cum and diarrhea, and they would not like you me. You guys seen those Mormon, those Mormon like documentaries? Have you seen any of them? Mm-hmm. They're they're me. like oh, that yeah. in real life. It's not like a bit for TV. Like you see them, and they actually do. Like all the women do that like weird customer service voice where they're like, "How can I help yeah. you? Oh my god!" Hi. Yeah, it's fucking terrifying. There are terrifying people. Mm-hmm. Like, and also, has anybody ever? Have you guys ever, like, really read in... When you read into Mormonism, Kendall, did you... Mm-hmm. you know about yeah. their weird obsession with Judaism? Like, they yeah, think that they're, they're super... They think they're, like, Jews squared. Like, yeah. it's fucking weird. Yeah. They're the most Zionist motherfuckers to ever live. They're like, we're just like you. Yes. <laughs> they call us all Gentiles. What? They call them, like, me, I'm a Gentile oh, yeah. to them. Like, they they think they, uh-huh. they, they act uh-huh. like they're Jewish. They're like... What? Yes, yes, that's, like, their whole mm-hmm. bit is, like... They love. Ju- I don't even know how to describe this without it. Me saying it out loud sounding really bad, but it's the, to the Mormons. Jewish people are like. It's like a human zoo. Like I don't know how to describe it. What? Like, like they're just like very like. Oh my god! Everything they do is so cute. Like it's fucking weird. It's very fucking like weird. like white people when they when they see Japan yes. and they're like, oh my god. Yes, they're like Israeli yeah. booze. Like it's weird. It's fucking weird. <laughs> They what would it. they? What would they make of me being a black Jewish person? Would that? Would those two things cancel each other? Do you know how the Israelis out? feel about like black Jewish people? Oh, I, I know it. It's that. Know it well. It's that. All right. It's that. But don't love that. Yeah, they're. I don't, well, the reasoning behind it is that the Jews are the people who will be sacrificed for Mormon. Oh, I know. For Mormon Jesus to. What? To mm-hmm. save the world. Well, that's just, I mean, that's mm-hmm. kind of the same as the what the evangelicals think too. Yeah, there's that, just that's a why they're so big up. on. Evangelicals are so wild to me. I it's their it's their process of heaven and hell that I find so interesting. You know, that's actually is that they think like when you go to heaven, you're like you you just like strip all your humanly form and you just become like an orb of like light that just worships forever for eternity. No, but yeah. no, I guess I don't know. Yeah, Their version literally of become and that. Hell is like not as spooky to me, I guess, because I grew up surrounded by that yeah. being my version of heaven and hell. Not as I wasn't ever a mm-hmm. Baptist or anything, but just like that's how it is in the South. But that's around, yeah. yeah. But no, that's why everything in Utah is a biblical name. That's why like the biggest rivers, the Jordan River, and like. All of mm-hmm. the cities are named after biblical places, so yeah, it's fucking. This is what happens weird. when you have no ocean. It is. Mm-hmm. It is. It's when you settle in the wrong valley because you think the Salt Lake is a freshwater lake, and then you commit too hard and you start building your town before you test the water. That's like really what happened. Like they saw it from the mountain, and they were like, "Oh my god, an inland yeah. sea of fresh water." 
and then they started building their town, but they didn't need to get water from the lake yet. There was a river. So when they finally get yeah. to the fucking lake, salt water. And they were like, oh, well, we already committed. And that's why Utah exists. Yeah, and didn't we? So and, and I think since, since we're, we're you know, just Diamond fully... Jos- Joseph Smith died on the way, so yeah. we're fully like, off, get to see it. off the topic. Yeah. I'm just going to take this where I feel like <laughs> we're taking an hour it now, in. I guess. <laughs> Um, yeah, are we're an you... hour. We're an hour and twenty minutes in. Yeah. You know, okay, I think we can we take can, it where we want to take we it. We can end it, but I'm first gonna ask Greg: Are you familiar with the curvy wife guy? Do you know him? On like Twitter, he was an Instagram guy. <laughs> oh, the no. Okay, his claim to fame was that he posted a photo of himself with his wife in a bathing suit. His wife is like cute but she's also thick and he was like some people might call my wife fat or ugly but i don't i don't he was like i was made fun of as a kid for um being attracted to women on the thicker side but now 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 i love my wife and this is this is her and I love her so much. And it got only positive attention. People were like, I really love the way that this man just is uplifting and empowering <laughs> his wife. Um, mm-hmm. And he has uh, taken that uh, moment of brief internet fame and uh, has sort of pivoted to a, a white rapper career. Oh, fuck um, yeah. <laughs> Oh fuck yeah. And, Dude's yeah. rock. Dude's fucking rock. Like remember when Sir Mix a lot remember when Sir Mix a lot made one song about liking big yeah. butts? Imagine if that's just like his entire disog- discography. So, awesome. like, that's so rock he energy. has uh, most mostly music about uh, be- being into his wife, who is like a size eight, <laughs> a size eight, um, and then also just like generally liking the body type that she has. But I found something mm-hmm. out, and I'll, we'll have to like link the music video so that this makes any sense. But I found out something yeah. very interesting about him which is that prior to becoming the Kirby wife guy, he was a Mormon anti-porn spokesperson. No fab senior retention gang. uh, (laughs) He he was like the the social media like strategist for the nonprofit (laughs) Porn Kills Love, where he went from like school to school talking about how like, if you watch porn, like you're not gonna um, be able to fall in love with your like wife, and, won't make and it to the beca- kingdom of heaven, something like that. And so then I realized something very interesting about his music videos, which is that he does have other women in them who are maybe also wearing bathing suits, oh. but he only ever touches his wife. He won't even like tap the shoulder. <laughs> um, He's so scared. I don't scared. think anything. I don't think anything about him is respectful. He's so scared. Um, <laughs> He's the guy. You know what? You know what? Hey, can I touch your shoulder? No. <laughs> in Utah, in Utah, I think this is the only state that has it. If you like, if you like, you cross, you step over the border into Utah, and you open up your phone and you go to Pornhub.com. You get a huge, a screed, like a constitution, that you have to click accept because you're over 18 and you're watching porn in Utah. You have to, ex- you have to read it. Like you have to scroll through it. It's on every one of like the websites because Utah will sue you to death. 
you have to like accept I am over eighteen. So the lyrics go the um, porn manifesto. Forget that skinny type. That's so nineteen eighty. She likes a dude that's woke. I like a girl that's weighty. Y'all can't see me, but the face I'm making is. Um... I can't really see how anyone's intimidated by you, Greg. You've got a very nice face. Thank you. Thank you. Not scary. You know what it is? It's I put on my sunglasses I suppose... and I show up to a meeting full of radlibs, and mm-hmm. I I look like what they assume is a police officer. Um, just sunglasses. Like if I trim this down a little bit and it's more mustache than beard and it's sunglasses. They're like, oh, that guy's oh. a cop. This is actually a good safety tip, is that undercover cops are very easy to spot because they're not good. Oh, very easy. They're not good at dressing. They all for... wear the same shoes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're dressing for the job they want and not the job that they have. So they're still dressing like cops. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they, they wear dress shoes and they all have cop hair. They've all got if the same see, like, yeah, they have the ever, same shitty haircut. Do you ever see a leftist yeah. um, with their t-shirt tucked mm-hmm. in? Police officer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, one of my favorite uh one of my favorite little internet uh moments is whenever Chelsea Manning manages to post a picture of the undercover cop that's following her um <laughs> around and he's always like eating a sandwich and looking directly at the camera like <laughs> God. <laughs> he's got those stupid fucking shoes on because they all have to still wear the same things. They all wear the same fucking watch. I'm you know? very good at navigating conflicts with Radlibs, but my uh, advice probably won't work for you because I just kind of like one up them in the realm <laughs> of like lane, like uh, claiming identity politics, like stuff. So if they if they start doing something, then I can do it more. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it and, really depressurizes their cabin. And I'm really good at it because um, I know all the same words that they do. I was on Tumblr for a very long time. I think that's where I'm, um, I'm just fucked. Is just I wasn't. And I was radicalized yeah. a different way than they were. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so I don't really have, I don't have advice for you on that. I think for other people, if you also happen to be a, black irish person of color you can defeat them in the marketplace of ideas <laughs> um i don't know yeah it'll work out for you eventually because they'll disappear um oh, they'll is the, the yeah. thing about like people that are brand new to organizing and aren't really that into into winning is they they disappear after a couple weeks so these are people I, who um, think they can the winners do, stick around so they can do yeah. a general strike like that's like a real idea they mm-hmm. have oh, yeah Ugh. And like, and then when My, I was okay. like, "Hey guys, strike. that's not realistic." They were like, "Are you anti-worker?" Let's and I was do. Like, what the fuck does that mean? My favorite Let's thing do a, was a like, "Let's do a strike. Let's do a sex strike." How lick my balls? Right <laughs> when the like pandemic was beginning, when people were starting to go into lockdown, I was seeing so many people on like Instagram and Twitter saying like, "We should just do a rent strike. Like, we should just do it." And then. Uh, like a bunch of disparate people being like, I'm going to participate in the rent strike. And I'm like, you are all getting evicted. Yeah. You should go and knock on your neighbor's door and ask them if they want to participate in a rent strike. with you. Because they can't even like make a reservation at a restaurant or like 
make an appointment with their optometrist yeah, if you can't if they're call, getting online if you can't call the pizza place for pizza if you get nervous when the doordash person comes to your door and you want them to like drop it off on the door instead of like like saying thank you for it or something and not because of a safety concern but because you don't want to to interact with the human being you're probably not ready to go on a general strike and maybe that's where we leave you i guess you should you should donate money to, to the Utah abortion fund. Um, the, and like we said in the last one, um, make sure to like, done. you know, Oh no, I was just the suggestion. People of color that you, well, that you misgendered. What I was going to, well, what I was going to say I wasn't, is I wasn't that, done, but I was saying, <laughs> I was just going to say that like the, do- the donation that you should make, <laughs> I'm going to keep going. <laughs> I'm part of the coalition oh, now. <laughs> the left is full of little babies. Go. Little babies. Like, I'm sorry. The left, like, the right. I are... was saying. Gotta... <laughs> I know. Okay. <laughs> I was actually going to give Greg a compliment. I was saying that, like, uh-huh. not, like you could donate to the Utah Abortion Fund. You could also subscribe to the Gorilla Radio Show Patreon because it's going to go to the same place. Or, because mm-hmm. they're not, like, the the OnlyFans girls of summer 2020, um, like, using, uh, like, a moment in order to get, like, more subscribers. You can you can send uh, an, an email, a DM, with a screenshot of, like, donating to an abortion fund that is not Planned Parenthood. And then you, they, then you get free monkey episodes. Um, yeah. So those are all things that you can do, which was the thing that I was in the middle of saying. Before I was interrupted by a white person. (laughs) I was just trying to say that what you were saying in the last episode with Frida is is still very true. If you haven't listened to that one yet, I don't know why you're listening to the third episode. But if you are, uh, you know, make sure to make a a monthly donation, uh, however much you can afford, rather than just like one big chunk all in one. um, Because it's much better to be giving them some kind of steady stream, even if it's very little. Um rather than like the kind of things that like you know whenever a natural disaster happens everybody donates to like well, one thing and the utah piles on fund being and... out of money like before yeah like roe v wade was overturned is like yeah. very concerning like exactly what exactly these things to so... be sustainable movements yeah please mm-hmm. join exactly. the fight in any way you fucking can um roe v wade being overturned is a symptom of a much larger disease i hope most people on the left know that um Please get involved. On the left, fight on this. On the left is like Pete Buttigieg. I don't associate yeah. with them. <laughs> there's there's one faction of people on the left that are my people. <laughs> I don't know, Cerise. I don't know. I've got high high yeah, hopes. I got high high hopes. All right. I'm part of the K Hive. All right. The K Hive says get out and vote. Um, seriously, like I'm, don't maybe don't vote. Maybe vote if you feel like it's harm reduction. I don't care if you want to vote. I'm just like if you live in a place like me, like I live in Utah. The Democrats, they don't even run anybody. Like, we don't even have a candidate for Senate to vote for in November. They're just not running one. Uh, just so giving like, up. I'm not fucking Just like, voting. no. Like, it's not worth it. Mm-hmm. Uh, vote in local elections. You got, in your town, vote in local elections. Quite honestly, fucking run for local office if you want. It's I'm really easy to fucking mail. win. I, I don't think you should I am run. voting by mail. I think you should run for local office and you should just fuck it up. I think Greg should run for office. No. I could win. If, if Fetterman can win, I can fucking win. 
Because running for office <laughs> costs money. And I feel like all the mm-hmm. money that goes into funding a campaign, like if if you have the momentum to do something like that, I feel like it could be better put Fair elsewhere. Enough. But, you know, if you if you want to run for office, um, you could come on Big Story Naturals and we'll do our <laughs> first ever like candidate interview. And that could be fun i'm i'm really i'm like probably more anti-voting than the the average person and that's fine i don't need to like you don't need to listen to me if you really want to vote i won't judge you i think if you're if you're gonna vote like make it fucking count but also if you have nobody to vote for like feel free to waste people's time like because i worked in an election office we have to read all the write-in votes fucking write in crazy shit Write in whatever the fuck you want. Like, yeah. vote for yourself. Vote for your fucking vote for your fucking dog. It doesn't matter because if you get enough of your friends to do it, they have to put it on the official tallies. All right. Most places Ooh. it's a hundred votes. Most places it's a hundred votes, and you have to go on the official tally that they release. So if you can like get a ninety other people to vote for like your fucking cat, oh, it'll be give, on the press release. You'll give the liberals a <laughs> so we you'll give the liberals out. a conniption we, every single time. We should do some some <laughs> analytics. Where are the most, where are listeners most concentrated? And then Mm -hmm. we should start a little campaign to have people write in my my name, just me. Uh, (laughs) This is reparations for the the harm that was done to me on this podcast. Um, And then I'll be, you know, like, like last place, but my, my name will be in lights in the paper. Okay, was this was this the episode? I don't we're know. getting good at being I concise. Think this was the episode. We're, this. we're this starting the there. Episode I've I've ever seen from you guys, and I'm in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've been, I've been all binging. thanks to you. I've been binging. Oh, you've been yeah, binging. I've been fucking binging. <gasps> so I've fun. To the previous two abortion mm, ones, so that I could be up to date, so I didn't just repeat what everybody else said. Do you have a favorite mm-hmm. episode? Do you have a least favorite episode? Well, I binged them all, so they kind of ran together. Um, okay. But mm-hmm. I do think the one where you introduced <laughs> Banana Coin as an idea, that's that's like, that's a top three for me. I'm really into Banana Coin Fabulous. as an idea. Yeah, I, I, really I think it like has that. the potential it's to a great idea. Somewhere. You could easily do a rug pull with it. We're going to the moon. Like, let it go mm-hmm. to the moon for like, it could get to like half a penny and then like rug pull, you're rich. Yeah. <laughs> I know that there's some like tech guys that We're are doing white collar crimes. We're doing white collar crimes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, like good, good episode, yeah, I, I guess. Yeah, fun. good um, episode, everybody. Um, yeah, we're gonna yeah, have you, we're gonna have absolutely. you back. Absolutely. Oh wait, have you back for more stuff? Obviously, you've already. Yeah, you've already promoted a guerrilla radio show. But is there anything else you wanna uh-huh. you wanna say before we we're we head out? One thing like this camera, this camera, that camera. Yeah. Um, yeah, fucking yeah. real shit. Um, donate to your local abortion fund. If you don't live in Utah, don't donate to mine. Don't donate to Utah's. Donate to your own states. Um, we got people here who are doing Utah's. Do your own states. I'm sure your state needs it. Even if abortion is still legal in your state, uh, donate to your state's abortion fund because elections are coming up, and quite honestly, the Republicans are going to win every fucking state. So your state legislature is going to change its makeup and might try to outlaw it. Um, donate to your state's abortion funds. Learn how, to, learn how to use a gun if you feel like you're stable enough to do so. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying you need to buy one. I'm just know how to use one. It, it'll be useful mm-hmm. one day, maybe. Yeah. Um, I do. Do you want to be like me, um, dear Pay Pig, dear Prayer Warrior? Do you want to yeah, be cool? God, thank you. Uh, learn how Prayer to use a gun. Prayer Warriors and um, mm-hmm. Simps, keep paying these, keep paying these people. 
they deserve it. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to go gambling tomorrow, so are maybe Venmo people, me. <laughs> are people allowed to follow you on Twitter? Do you oh, want yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, please. You follow me on Twitter. It's mostly just I get drunk and talk about how much I love my girlfriend. So at G mm-hmm. underscore Mateo2 on Twitter. Um, yeah, go ahead. You can follow me. Follow the Gorilla Radio Show on Twitter. Um, just type in your search bar, Gorilla Radio Show. We're going to be the first one that pops up. Um, we're True. also pretty cool. It's usually me interacting with myself. So, <laughs> yeah. If you want to talk to if you want to talk to Greg, Greg even more, you could uh, use the hashtag Simps for abortion. Absolutely. Uh, and yeah. Is that Simps is that the official? Abortion. I don't think so, also, but it's funny. Greg Greg stands <laughs> are called grannies. Greg, hashtag mm-hmm. granny hive. Oh yeah. Also, if you want to pump my fucking ego, like at any time, like I'm so up for that. Like pump my ego up. <laughs> I, I thrive <laughs> off of other people, so go ahead and pump me up. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't All like right. me, fuck you. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and uh, the like, Kendall, you have to edit the episode so that it comes out soon, uh-huh. so that this yeah. promotion works. But the Clout Dynasty stream is happening on yes. Saturday, which is the sixteenth at a time that I forget because I'm bad at times and time zones. But I think it might be like five on the. Uh, west coast which is like eight on the east coast um 6 p.m mountain time yeah, do- for all three of you yeah. out here adding three <laughs> adding three is really hard for me and you should like tune into that greg is gonna make an mm-hmm. appearance of some I, kind I don't think I'm gonna. while he's gram while he's gambling well i'd have to record um, you a bit like now because i'm leaving something tomorrow. something's yeah. gonna happen i guess i don't know do you want me to record um, you a bit I can, but I, I'm I'm yeah. leaving tomorrow at like noon, so I'd have to, I'll do it tonight if you want. You just gotta tell me what you want me to talk about. Okay, great. So <laughs> that's gonna happen. And can we can we end this? We're so bad at yeah, outros. Um, yeah, but like you know the the standard stuff. Yeah. Uh, follow us on Twitter and twelve. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, we're Big Soy Naturals everywhere. Send us an email at bigsoypodcast at gmail um, Check out our Patreon. Um, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. It's actually really important because we need the uh, to appease the algorithm god um, and get us, you know, in the front page of the search of the search results. Um, check out our website. It's bigsoyuniverse.neocities.com. Org. That's bigsoyuniverse.neocities.org. Oh my god, .org. Okay, um, and that's it. All right, bye. Bye. Bye, y'all. I don't want smoke, I just want to smoke. Cock is one of my favorite tastes. I don't want smoke, I just want to smoke. When I hit the pipe, I'm like Walter White. Not only that, I feel like a ball smell amazing. Yeah, I like green because it makes me lean. And I smoke high because I'm blowing clouds. When I hit high, then it's time to smoke. There are dangerous people. Like, I cannot get it far enough down my throat to be satisfied. I don't want smoke, I'm I only satisfied when I, I feel smoke, those I intense, smoke. powerful, salty, hot pumps of cum down my throat. I don't want smoke. I just want to smoke. This is a certified Big Soy Naturals classic.